Hey, I'm Tim Donnelly from 99.9 The Fan. And I'm Brian Murphy from WRAL News. Sports betting is finally legal in North Carolina. Getting to this point in this state wasn't easy. How it happened is a backstory worth telling. And that's what we're going to do in a new season of our podcast, A Brief History of Triangle Sports. The podcast is out now. Follow A Brief History of Triangle Sports on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, or on YouTube. Shot in 4K Ultra High Definition, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. Happening now, rain is falling across our area. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner is tracking the showers as the WRAL Storm Tracker shows you how this will affect your morning commute. Plus breaking news in the wake of those bank collapses that shocked the economy. Raleigh's first Citizens Bank revealed a big purchase after 1 a.m. that will affect banks across the country starting today. People are in need right now. And North Carolinians are stepping up to help as we get a better idea of the devastation after deadly tornadoes and severe storms swept across the south. It is 4.30, a lot to tell you about on this Monday morning. We begin with a rainy start. I'm Renee Chu. I'm Jeff Hogan. Yeah, we're getting some of the remnants of those storms right now, and you can see why on the radar, Elizabeth Gardner of the WRL Severe Weather Center. It's kind of messy out there right now. It is messy out there, and a couple of hours ago, we had these thunderstorms roll through the Triangle area. They're now mostly in our eastern and northeastern counties, so we'll zoom in on those areas. None of this is severe, but it is loud, and we have a lot of heavy rain. We do have some gusty winds and some small hail. The is falling within some of these storms. So we're seeing a lot of that lightning around Red Oak, uh, north of Rocky Mount, over toward Tarboro. We're seeing a good bit of that. We head back over to the Triangle area, and it's just a steady rain that we're seeing here. And then we'll head back down to the south. Same thing for Sanford, Carthage, over toward Fayetteville. Clinton, on the other hand, seeing a good bit of lightning lately. I had the camera up there, and boy, just it was just firing and firing. Here's a look at Futurecast starting right now at 430. And of course, we're going to watch this rain continuing to slide eastward. It's going to be pretty messy for us right around 6 a.m. and then it begins to ease up just a little bit. Uh, Naya Harden is out in the storm tracker right now with some of that rain and uh, Naya it looks really messy where you are. Yeah, we're here on I-40, just passing Rock Quarry Road, and I can tell you uh, it has been, like you said, raining uh, this morning already. We see people uh, on the road here, and you can tell folks are trying to give distance uh, to the person in front of them as they try to uh, really be careful of that standing water that we're seeing as it continues to accumulate on the roadways here. Uh, obviously something that you're going to want to be careful about. I did see that this morning as well while I was driving on 401 heading to work this morning. A lot of puddles out there. We're going to continue to check out different areas. We'll keep you updated as we see those. Naya Harden, WREL News in Raleigh. Thanks, Naya. Yeah, be careful out there. There's a, there's a lot of rain, and that's going to be with us through the morning commute. By the time we get to the afternoon, we may see a few breaks in the clouds, but we could see an isolated shower or thunderstorm pop up again during the evening, especially down in our southern county. So it's not going to be with us all day, but again, we could see a secondary round. We take a look at Apex right now. It is very wet out there. It's likely that we're going to have uh, a lot of accidents this morning because of the amount of rain that we're seeing. It is 60 degrees, so it is a warm start out there, 65 in Fayetteville. We're looking at mid-50s in Roxborough and South Hill. Check out Futurecast hour by hour. It's going to be a warm day. The bulk of the rain happens this morning, and then we'll see the clouds breaking up just a bit with an isolated shower or storm later on. Highs will be in the mid-70s. Once all this moves out, our temperatures drop pretty significantly. I'll show you that coming up. 
Elizabeth, thanks. Breaking news, Raleigh-based First Citizens Bank is taking over much of Silicon Valley Bank. That's a bank that failed earlier this month, sending other banks into a scramble. WRL's Laura Levine is live in Raleigh with what this announcement that came after 1 a.m. means for you. Laura. Yeah, this is huge news that we are following from overnight. Starting today, all 17 Silicon Valley Bank locations will now become First Citizens Bank. Here in Raleigh, the takeover begins, and this comes after days of negotiations and discussion once SVB failed and was seized by regulators about two weeks ago. The latest developments overnight is coming from the U.S. Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. It said in a statement that First Citizens Bank would assume SVB assets of $110 billion deposits of $56 billion and loans of $72 billion. Again, this comes after the regulator transferred all SVB deposits and assets into a new what they call bridge bank earlier this month in an effort to protect depositors. So the question is, what does this mean for us? The transaction is expected to minimize disruptions for loan customers and SVB customers should continue to use their branch locations up until First Citizens Bank completely convert all of their systems over. Laura Levine, WREO News. We're live in Raleigh. The news of the deal comes as representatives from the FDIC prepared to testify about bank failures on Capitol Hill. Representative Patrick McHenry of North Carolina will lead the hearing of the House Financial Services Committee tomorrow. I'm Michael Grayson, the WRAL breaking news tracker in Fayetteville, where police say one man is dead, two others are injured after a shooting on the 200 block of Gertrude Street. Police say the shooting happened just before 7, and once they arrived on scene, they found three people shot. The one man who died did so at the hospital after he was transported. One person is in custody, and right now I'm still working with authorities to learn more about the conditions of those two other people shot. In Fayetteville, Michael Grace, WRAL News. Schools are closed across parts of Georgia this morning after back-to-back severe storms. New video shows the massive hail that fell across the Atlanta area overnight. Some of the hail as big as golf balls. Several areas are watching for possible floods this morning. Georgia's already under a state of emergency after storms spawned at least two tornadoes earlier in the day. Around 30 homes were destroyed. Five people were hurt. They're all expected to survive. Georgia's governor plans to tour the damage himself today. The Red Cross is sending more local volunteers to Mississippi today to help with relief efforts after deadly tornadoes there. People are in need right now. And if I am in a position like I am right now um, that I can go out and help people and support them, then that's what I'm going to do. That's Tai Wong, who is deploying today to help more than 100 other Red Cross volunteers already stationed in the city of Jackson. North Carolina-based Samaritan's Purse is also sending more staff. The team members are putting tarps on damaged roofs and helping to clear debris. At least 26 people in Mississippi died when the powerful storm hit late Friday night. At least 13 of the dead were in the town of Rolling Fork. Speaking there yesterday, Governor Tate Reeves assured people who live there that the community will rebuild. Every one of them has said, well, mom or dad or me, I've lived in this community for 30, 40 or 50 years. I want to continue to live in this community. And I can assure you we're going to do everything we can through housing and other means to get those people back in this community as quickly as we possibly can. President Biden declared a major disaster in Mississippi, ordering federal aid to help with recovery efforts. 
Here at home, funeral services and burials are planned today for two 16-year-olds who were shot and killed. A funeral is set for Angel Canales at 11 this morning at Immaculate Conception Catholic Church in Durham. Osmar Benegas will be buried later today. Both were friends. Canales went to Riverside High. Benegas was at Lakeview Secondary School. They and a third 16-year-old were found shot in the woods near Brogdon Middle School last Tuesday. 18-year-old Jorge Benitez Mendoza is charged with first-degree murder in the case. Police have not released a motive. A measure to expand Medicaid coverage to hundreds of thousands more North Carolinians will officially become law today, but will not take effect just yet. Governor Cooper is set to sign the bill in a ceremony this afternoon. The General Assembly approved it last week following a decade of debate. But Medicaid coverage can't expand until state lawmakers agree to a budget plan. That's because the bill is tied to the budget. State lawmakers hope to pass it this summer. Parents, today's your chance to sign your kids up for summer camps in Raleigh and Durham, and spots are likely to fill up fast. They always do. In Raleigh, registration starts at 6.30 this morning. The city is taking a staggered approach to it. Camps will have a designated registration day between today and Wednesday. In Durham, registration opens this morning at 9. Registration was supposed to begin a couple weeks ago. It got delayed. City leaders say a staffing shortage for summer camps could force them to limit how many are open, and they urge you to register early. This morning, we'll learn Raleigh's plans to tackle traffic and safety ahead of this weekend's huge Dream Build Festival. A briefing with city leaders is planned today at Dix Park, where preparations are already underway. You can see construction work on stages and other structures needed at the big field, which is closed right now. The dog park closes today and the entire park closes Friday. Drake, Usher and Fayetteville native J. Cole will perform at this year's festival. Tickets are sold out. Still ahead this morning, panic breaks out on a flight after a passenger managed to open an emergency exit door. What investigators are and are not sharing about this encounter caught on camera? Plus, the fallout is growing after a rising star in Hollywood is charged with assault. The consequences of that arrest this morning for Jonathan Majors. And we are watching that steady rain over our area. This is a live look in Lewisburg right now this morning. How long it'll stick around and the seven-day forecast coming up. From the WRAL Severe Weather Center, North Carolina's most experienced team of meteorologists. It is 443 and there's a lot of rain showing up on the radar right now. Some thunder and lightning still down here in parts of Sampson County and then in some of our northeastern counties. The, the thunderstorms are starting to pull away, but the rain is going to be with us for most of the commute this morning. Once we get closer to 8 or 9 o'clock, it begins to taper off a little bit, but it is, uh, it's wet out there and quite messy. Here's a look at Goldsboro and of course you can see the wet conditions there. Town by town, temperatures are mild, 50s and 60s, 65 in Fayetteville, 61 in Raleigh and Durham, 58 in Wilson and Rocky Mount and 63 degrees in Goldsboro. Your commute forecast, of course, definitely looking messy this morning. Not nearly as messy this afternoon. We start to see the rain easing up mid-morning. Temperatures will climb into the mid-70s this afternoon. We may see a few holes in the clouds as well. And happening right now in the WRL Live Center, breaking out of Israel this morning. Israel's largest trade union called a general strike today. Uh, this is to protest the government's controversial plans to overhaul the judicial system. So what this will do is the government would have control over the appointment of judges and parliament would gain the power to override Supreme Court decisions. A lot of people not happy about this. Israel's president calling for the government to halt this overhaul. Also breaking this morning, we are hearing that Israel's 
largest airport, their main airport, has halted departures uh, as part of a strike this all to raise pressure on Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Uh, we are also hearing from Israel's former Prime Minister this morning. He is saying that we have never been closer to falling apart, telling Netanyahu to stop this madness. Police in Rocky Mount are looking for a man linked to one of several shootings that took place within the span of a few hours. Police believe Tyrone Conyers shot a man in the leg during a party at Creek Ridge Crossing Apartments. It happened just before midnight Saturday. Separately, three people were hurt in a shooting during a large fight in a parking lot on Northeast Main Street several hours later. We know one of them remains in serious condition. Police say shots were also fired into a car with three women inside. None of them was hurt. A Durham businessman accused of embezzling money is set to make his first appearance in court today. Peter Kagwanja faces felony charges. An indictment accused him of helping Lighthouse 101 Enterprises to embezzle and misuse more than $60,000 in state sales tax. Prosecutors say the money was taken between 2019 and 2021. He's in jail under a $50,000 bond. Fallout is growing this morning following the arrest of film and TV actor Jonathan Majors. The Army pronounced that it would pull its recently launched recruitment ads starring Majors. Majors is charged with strangulation, assault and harassment. Police say he attacked a woman on Saturday in a possible case of domestic violence. He has since been released from custody. An attorney for Majors says her client is completely innocent. Majors recently starred in Creed 3 and the new Marvel Ant-Man movie. He graduated from UNC School of the Arts. Federal investigators aren't saying much this morning after a passenger on a flight opened one of the plane's doors and deployed the emergency exit slide. Video posted to social media shows the passenger being taken into custody Saturday morning. Officials say it happened at LAX in Los Angeles. The door was open while the plane was on the ground and stationary. Investigators have not said whether charges will be filed against the passenger. Federal investigators are looking into finding what caused a helicopter crash that killed two Louisiana police officers. A Baton Rouge Police Department helicopter went down in a field before dawn yesterday morning. Witnesses say they believe the helicopter was assisting in a police chase when it crashed. The Baton Rouge Police Chief is asking for support from the community as his department mourns. Right now we're asking the community to lift our officers up in prayer, to lift the family members of the two heroes who we lost today, to lift those family, their families up in prayer during this difficult time. Those officers' names have not been released. The FAA and NTSB are leading the investigation. Twitter security could be at risk after a big leak online. New legal filings show the underlying computer code on which Twitter runs was deliberately leaked. The company is now trying to find the person responsible. They think it's a former employee. Source code is usually a closely held secret, and experts say hackers can use it to find vulnerabilities. However, Twitter CEO Elon Musk has previously said he would make some of it public. The leak is another setback for Musk, who recently shared Twitter has lost half its value since he took over last year. People in the Philadelphia area are stocking up on bottled water after a chemical spill in the Delaware River. The spill of a latex finishing solution happened at a chemical factory upstream from a water treatment plant on Friday. The plant serves almost a million customers in Philadelphia. City authorities say there's no sign of contamination in the water at this time. They are working to ease people's fears about the spill. 
health risks are very low, if present at all, and they would be long-term in nature. There are no acute effects associated with the low level of exposures of these contaminants that we're seeing. Authorities are saying the water is safe through at least midnight tonight based on how long it takes for water to move through the plant before it reaches customers. There could be road closures near the North Carolina coast this morning as a massive wildfire continues to grow. The so-called last resort fire now spans more than 5,200 acres in Terrell County. The North Carolina Forest Service posted these pictures to Facebook. Firefighters say it started on private land Friday morning. They've managed to contain about 34% of the flames. So far, there have been no reports of injuries or property damage. Well, there is rain falling across much of our viewing area this morning. As you take a live look right now, Pinehurst Resort and Country Club right there. You can see raindrops on the camera. You can see that on most of our WRL live cam network at this hour. Elizabeth Gardner in the WRL Severe Weather Center. This will push through, though. Yeah, it's moving on by. Uh, we're going to see the rain with us most likely through the bulk of the morning commute, but it's definitely starting to ease up a little bit. The areas that are still seeing some of the heavier rain and lightning would be down in the southern part of Sampson County and then some of our northeastern counties at Halifax County, Northampton County, Edgecombe County, still seeing some thunder and lightning. And uh, when that came across the Triangle area, it was loud this morning. So uh, hopefully some, some folks got to go back to sleep. But here's a look at where some of that rainfall is heaviest, up around Lewiston, back toward Bethel, uh, more of a rural area there. It's really starting to pull on out of uh, Mecklenburg, uh, of um, Edgecombe County at this point. And we're looking at some lighter rain right now from Durham to Wake Forest to Raleigh, down toward Fuquay Marina, and uh, back towards Siler City and Sanford. We'll head down to the south. Fayetteville Spring Lake seeing some rain. We are seeing a little bit of lightning that's still popping up just east of Clinton as that continues to slide eastward. And in Goldsboro, of course, we're seeing a little bit of rain as well. Here's a look at Futurecast and we'll kick things off right now. And you can see that rain that continues to look on the heavier side up through around 6 a.m. After that, it starts to ease up. And by 9 a.m., we're back to maybe just a sprinkle or two. So the heaviest rain should be over in the next couple of hours. As we get closer to lunchtime, we start to see a few breaks in the clouds, but there could be an isolated shower during the evening commute around Fayetteville or Clinton. It looks like it'll be over for the Triangle area, and we should see a little bit of clearing. But that's not the end of it. Watch what happens Tuesday. We'll likely wake up to partly cloudy skies. But during the afternoon and evening, we have another round of some showers that roll through. There's 2 p.m. from Raleigh southward between 2 and 5, some scattered showers. And then overnight Tuesday night into early Wednesday morning, another round of some rain. So it's going to be with us on and off a wet pattern. Here's a look at Apex, and you can see it is wet right there. The rain is still falling, but it's lightened up a little bit in terms of intensity. 61 right now. Our temperatures will climb into the 70s this afternoon, so it's going to be a mild afternoon, but we are starting in the mid-50s in the north, mid-60s down to the south. Next three days, after today's high of 78, it turns cooler. We'll be in the 60s on Tuesday and Wednesday. Again, we have some rain potentially late Tuesday night into early Wednesday, but the warmth begins to slide out of here. You can see the blue color contours by Wednesday. Tuesday and Wednesday, we cool back down, but by Saturday, we see some warmer temperatures. We're also tracking the potential for some showers. The Bulls home opener, can you believe this? It's Friday at 635, looking at a nice temperature of 73. But we're also tracking the next system that could bring some rain on Saturday. It's possible that it would start late Friday, but right now we're going to keep Friday dry and keep our fingers crossed. On Sunday, we're back to dry conditions with a high near 70. Thanks, Elizabeth. Down to the four remaining teams left in the NCAA tournament. And for many, the final lineup it is quite surprising. I, I want to hear from you if you had these four in your bracket. Just ahead, bracket busters you need to know now in the men's and women's competition.
Plus, cancer treatment is about to get a lot easier in our area. How a new facility opening today aims to ease the pain involved in the process. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.